This is Inspiring Experiences, and I'm Marlene Giuliano introducing this podcast called Interview Secrets to the Great Flow of Conversation. But before I do that, I want to talk about our mission here on Inspiring Experiences, and that is plugging into the universe where it nurtures us daily. We talk here about how being in the right place at the right time can change your life. A part of being inspired and inspiring others is having a great conversation. Recently, I had the opportunity to be inspired and in an inspiring conversation by chatting with my photographer, and we go way back. Manny is a creative photographer and a collector of vintage memorabilia, and he has a large room dedicated to it within his photography business. Now, I had some damaged photos that I wanted to repair <clears throat> pardon me, from my house fire, and I took him these pictures, and one of them was of Sophie Loren when I interviewed her, and the second photo was of myself and John Travolta. Entering the photo studio, it wasn't business. As I was greeted warmly, it was friendship, pure joy, and catching up time, and excitement as Manny shared his many stories of his memorabilia experiences with me, his trips to the United States, meeting celebrities that he had done photo shoots, wedding pictures, past clients' families that he had kept in touch with for over a 20-year span. What made this conversation exciting? It was Manny's enthusiasm, and although it may have seemed that he dominated the conversation, it didn't feel like that. It was, I was swept up in excitement as he showed me his new collection of memorabilia, everything from antique cameras to gyrating Elvises to a huge collection of superhero action figures that he picked up from all over the place. His stories were fascinating. It made me think, Why are conversations so either inspiring or not? What should we do to become a good conversationalist? What are the things that we should not do that turns a conversation into, all that I can think of is how the heck can I get away from this person? As a celebrity interviewer, I've learned a few things about conversations. Conversation is a reflection of how two people share of themselves. It should reflect caring and enthusiasm both for the topic that you're sharing and it gives an opportunity to inspire others, not just exchange ideas. If you master the art of good conversation, it will take you a long way. On the other hand, people that I've interviewed over my career have learned the art of conversational interview skills. Having interviewed thousands of people, I've noticed that seasoned conversationalists or interview subjects know how to make an interview interesting, even if the questions that they're being asked from the interviewer are not interesting questions. I particularly noticed it last year at the Toronto International Film Festival when a rookie interviewer was interviewing Bruce Springsteen. His questions out of nervousness were not hitting the mark. In fact, I would say his interview skills were very poor. Celebrities manage and their management 
grant interviews to talk about their new projects, like their movies, their books, their musical tours, etc. If a question is asked off topic, celebrities and others know how to very smoothly bring it back to what they want to talk about, which is their new movie, their new song, etc. It's done in a very smooth way. However, it's hardly noticeable, and that is their aim. For example, when I interviewed Academy Award-winning actor Robert Duvall and asked him about his other movies besides the movie that we were to talk about in the interview, he very cleverly knew how to bring the conversation back. At that time, it was about the movie The Apostle. I asked him what was his favorite movie role that he had ever played. Well, he'd done so many movies, including The Godfather, Tender Mercies, To Kill a Mockingbird, Utopia, and so many more too numerous to mention. Of of course, he replied that his favorite movie was The Apostle. Now, it may have been, but what was also the focus of our interview? Well, at the time, it was promoting the movie The Apostle. That brought our conversation back to what we were supposed to be focusing on. I think that's a good skill to have. A conversation should keep the focus on where it's going and what the goal is of the conversation. There is one type of conversation style that I find difficult. It is the interrupter. What the interrupter does is they listen to your conversation for a short time a minute or so, and then they assume that they know where you're going with the conversation and they begin to interrupt, expounding expounding on what they think you're saying, only to find out in the end that you were not making that point at all. This type of conversation is both frustrating for the initiator of the conversation as well as the person that is the interrupter. If you find yourself in this position, the best thing to do, although frustrating, is to let the interrupter finish talking and then explain that you really weren't saying that at all and what you were actually saying, which was your point. To make a conversation an inspiring experience, listen fully to what the person is sharing. This not only respects them, but it saves a lot of time and misunderstanding. When dealing with a business such as a credit card company in a dispute, well, it is frustrating. But try to sort out a bill with someone that is not a good listener or a good uh, customer service representative and that they do not see your point is even more frustrating. The main important thing is to attack the problem, but not the customer service representative. Remember, if you're not satisfied with the results, you can escalate your concern to the supervisor or an ombudsman of that company who have been trained in higher levels of customer service skills. Keep detailed notes of everything that was said with the time and date of your conversation. As an interviewer, 
I like to paint a picture with my questions. For example, instead of asking a closed-ended question that requires a yes or no or a one-word reply, for example, where were you born, it shows more confidence, research, and involvement to ask a question open-ended. I know you were born in Vancouver and lived there all your childhood. What are your memories of that time like? This skill is also transferable in conversations. The Bible says that there is life and death in the tongue. I think that's very profound. So let's use our tongue to encourage and uplift others and to encourage and acknowledge others' truths. Dr. Philip McGraw, better known as TV's Dr. Phil, is sage at encouraging us to acknowledge others' truths by becoming an active listener. He says, active listening is like being a parrot and repeating back what someone has said. For example, if someone says, I'm sorry, I'm late. I was coming here when my dog ran out of the house and was hit by a car. As a parrot, you would parrot back, your dog was hit by a car on the way here? How terrible. This technique acknowledges to the other person that they were heard. Personally, I cannot say how many people that I've spoken to in business recently, business representatives, that when they ask me for my ID number or my reference number, and I explained to them I was in a fire and everything was burnt, so I do not have the number. Most people don't acknowledge what I said, don't listen, and just go on to the next question. So listen, really listen to others. Dr. Phil also warns us about being a right fighter or contending with a right fighter. He says that that means someone wins and someone loses. There's no middle ground. He says, keep the goal in mind to understand not to be right. Do not engage in the loop of the right fighter because it only becomes a competition or a fight. For example, taking your car back to a mechanic because your car's air conditioning isn't working. By the mechanic or technician saying, I'm a master in this area and I fixed the problem with your car. It's impossible that your air conditioning still isn't working. Where do you go from there? When there's no understanding or there's no support, with a right fighter, the best advice is to stay calm and stay strong. State facts, not opinions. State claims, not evidence. Attack the problem and not the person. How encouraging is it when you have someone on your side that says, your air conditioning isn't working? Well, let's take another look and see what the problem could be. I enjoy people who are helpful. I remember after meeting Donnie Osmond along with his sister Marie, as we posed for a photo, and my camera settings were not working properly, and we all looked like we were in a dark cave, Donnie spent about five minutes trying to adjust my camera so that we could have a nice picture together. What 
a positive and encouraging man Donny Osmond is. Being in the right place at the right time causes inspiring experiences. This podcast wants to hear from you, so please like or comment. Last week, I was a guest on the Tanika Chambers Show on this format. That's the Tanika Chambers Show. There you will find out more about me, and also you can check out my website at marlenegiuliano.com. And remember, an inspiring experience can happen at any time. Are you ready?